Okay, um, <laughs> we won't directly talk about how to submit to um, mall cop authorities, but this does give us a picture of authority, and that, that is an example um, of someone who is trying to exercise authority, and maybe it's the wrong, um, you know, maybe it's the wrong time and, and not the correct uh, situation there. But I did want to kind of break the ice uh, and jump into this topic of authority with you. Um, the, I, I want to begin with two statements um, that I think sum up my entire message that, that God has given me. And then I wanna, I'll end with two questions that you can ask in certain circumstances. But I want to give you these before I put you to sleep. Uh, the first one is, all authority is from God. So if you're taking notes, write that down. All authority is from God. A-U-T-H-O-R-I-T-Y. You're welcome. And then the second one is, all authority demands our respect just as it was God. Okay? So all authority is from God, and all authority, or authorities, however you want to write it, demand our respect as if it, they were God. Okay? Um, okay, so as I mentioned, I have, you know, I'm, I'm 22 years old. Um, I'm not in middle school anymore. I, uh, I'm, I currently still live with my, with my mother and father, but at the same time, I probably don't have the same rules and regulations that many of y'all do, but I still have to submit to authority on a daily basis. I, I'm in a unique circumstance because although I'm a student, I work for my dad and with my dad. Um, and so not only do I have to submit to his authority as a father, first and foremost, but he's a co-worker and he's also a boss. Um, and so that's, that's a, some authority that I, have to, um, that I have to go through on a daily basis. I have to s submit, of course, uh, primarily, first and foremost, to God is the supreme authority. Um, I have to submit to the government. Um, I have to submit to my professors at school. Um, there are a number of authorities that I have to submit to. Um, and, I, and I'm sure that, that each of y'all have, have authorities in your daily life um, that you have to submit to, whether it be your parents, whether it be your teachers, whether it be coaches, small group leaders, pastors, any and all of the above. Um, what I want to, to talk with you about today is how to correctly have those relationships with each of those individuals. So I'm going to talk to you and tell you um, what I believe and what the Bible says about having a beneficial and a correct relationship with authority figures in your life. Okay, and it starts with one thing, and it starts with our relationship with God, and, and we'll, we'll get into that um, here in just a moment. If you have your Bibles, uh, we're going to be in Romans chapter 13, and um, we'll be starting in verse 1. I'll give you just a moment to get there. And I'm going to read the passage, and then we'll kind of go back through it um, as, I, as I continue to, to talk with you guys. If you go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you go two books past John, there's Romans. So let's uh, believe everybody sounds like they're getting close. Chapter 13, starting in verse 1. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and start. It says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. 
Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. He is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For the same reason you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, and respect to whom respect is owed, and honor to whom honor is owed. Um, this is the premier passage in all of Scripture talking and, and, and referencing authority and how we should uh, relate to those relationships in our life. Um, it's your stage of life as, you know, 6th, 7th, and 8th graders, you are constantly constantly interacting with people who have authority over you. Whether you like to admit it or not, you go to school and you have teachers and you have coaches that have authority over you. You go back home and your parents exercise authority over you. Um, And God has instituted all of these relationships for our benefit. Um, God has instituted each person and he has personally and and perfectly put each person in your life for a certain reason. And so if you think you are in the family that you're in and your parents are your parents for a certain reason and God has specifically put those people in your life, um, then and we're called to respect those people. The, the, the relationship that we must first and foremost take into consideration um, in order to respect the authority in our life is our relationship with God. Um, this passage is speaking... Um, Kind of, kind of as an echo of the Genesis chapter 3 passage, which references the fall of man, okay? Um, this passage, we are, as humans, just as, you know, as many of you have read and understood Genesis chapter 3, you know, Adam eats the fruit, you know, he is, he's a fallen human, we have sinned, we have original sin, we're, at, from, from the get-go, from the time we are created, we're, we're sinful beings, okay? And we're worldly and we're not holy as God is holy. Um, and so because of our fallenness and because of the, the sin that we were born into, we are destined and we're consistently trying to rebel against authority. It's our human nature. Our nature as a human is to rebel against the authorities that are put into place. Um, and so that's why we have established, you know, all of us are encouraged and we're taught as believers and followers of Christ to establish a relationship with God in order to, to demand, you know, that he demands respect from us. And so if we, you know, in turn, if we can respect God and we can have a right relationship with him, then the relationships um, with the authority figures in our life will be, um, will be on, the, on, on the same level but they're all in relation to our relationship with God, okay? So once again, if, if we think, okay, we're, we're fallen humans, we are, from the get-go, our nature is to, to rebel and to disrespect the authority figures in our life, okay? The one thing that we have to do, we have to constantly be combating that, okay? We have to constantly be going against that, okay? Um, the reason that God has placed authorities in our life, as I've mentioned, is because we're fallen and because our natural condition and inclination is to rebel against those authorities. Okay, so, so the first thing that you need to remember 
is one, God has placed these authorities in our life because we're fallen, because we're human, and because we need guidance, okay? And it's our natural inclination and our natural, you know, first, our first response is to rebel against those, okay? Um, and, and, and I'll look at the, the first authority that I think that we need to look at, you know, after we have, we have understood that the, the most primary and the most foundational authority that we must submit to is our relationship with God, um, I think the next one we should look at is our relationship with our parents, okay? Um, in Exodus 20, 12, of course, it's, it's <clears throat> going on the end of the Ten Commandments. Um, it's, it's honor your father and mother, okay? And, and all, of you, you know, all of you know the verse, honor your father and mother and your days will be long um, in the plan that the Lord, that the Lord has, um, has given you. Um, that verse is the only... Um, it's the only Ten Commandment with a promise, okay? And that verse is quoted in numerous parts of the New Testament, um, and, but this is, this is the foundation of where it comes from, and, and we're called to honor our father and our mother. Um, and then God promises not only a physical long life, but also a fruitful life within his plan, okay? Um, the key word, I believe, in this passage that I had to learn at a young age is to honor, okay? Um, in Ephesians, it actually says, obey your mother and father, okay? And there's a, there's, a, there's a strong relationship between those two terms. When I was growing up, um, my dad, he worked two jobs, and he, uh, he built custom homes from about 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. at night, um, and then he was a paramedic, and he worked in the paramedic as a paramedic for, from midnight until about 7 in the morning. So almost around the clock, he was working. Um, we had a we had a very very surface level relationship in in my years growing up throughout middle school throughout high school um, and and a lot of times we we kind of got it at each other's wits and I probably got it his more than um, th- th- that was more the justifiable <laughs> reason was I was getting on his you know bad side more than he was getting on mine but I thought you know that I was right of course I was I was the right one I was the one that needed to to sleep in on Saturday instead of cleaning my room. I was the one who didn't need to go. Um, I needed to go hang out with my friends this weekend rather than help him do this or that with the family or get, get this or that ready at the house. Um, and I, you know, kind of held that against him, the fact that he worked all the time. And I thought, well, he just doesn't understand me. He just doesn't understand my plans and what I want to do. And he doesn't understand me as a person. Okay, um, that was not my judgment to make. Okay, as a as a teenager from you know middle school and high school, I had to respect my father. Okay, now I could obey him all that I wanted to because I, I definitely did that um, for fear of of wrath or or whatever, just out of you know fear of um, of a number of things. But but I obeyed him. I did the things that I was supposed to do. But the problem was I had very little respect. Um, and I think those two things are very hard, uh, very hard to, to, to distinguish between because obedience does not demand respect, okay? Um, so for instance, you know, if your parents ask you to do something or they, they ask you to, uh, to clean your room or to take, you know, go hang out with your, with your younger sibling or do this or that, I don't know what parents are asking kids to do these days, um, but, but whatever it is, um, if, you'd go do, if you go do those things, you go do your homework, you may not really respect their reasoning for asking you to do that. You may just do it out of, out of just, well, I'm going to do this so they'll get off my back, or I'm going to do this so they'll quit you know, agitating me about such. Okay? But that's a, that's a very important point to remember is that obedience does not demand respect. Okay? But respect 
often fosters obedience, okay? So out of respect, if you respect your parents and you respect their wishes and you respect their plans for your life and you understand that they have been there and that they're put in your life for a specific reason, you're going to want to and you're going to desire to obey their wishes. Um, and I think that that's true of our relationship with God as I go back to, to kind of the model that we can follow, okay? So if you respect God and you respect the relationship that He has with you, you're going to want to obey Him and you're going to want to do the things that He's asked us to do throughout Scripture um, and throughout leaders in our life, okay? So, you know, God promises, like I said, a long and, um, and prosperous life in the land that, that the Lord your God has given you. And He does this... Um, and, and it's an important commandment because, like I said, that's the only one with a message or a this is, if you do this, this will happen. This is a cause. This is a, I mean, so if you, if you do A, B will come after that, okay? Um, and so, like I mentioned, honor and obey, just, just think about the two different things, okay? If you honor someone, you respect them, you're going to desire to obey what they have to say. Um, and respect does imply obedience, Okay, so after, you know that relationship, our relationship with our parents is probably the most primary one that we need to, uh, in addition to our relationship with God, of course, if we come down on the same level, um, and, and, you, and you look at it in terms of, of kind of like a, of an umbrella, you know, you have your relationship with God up here, and then you have all of these other relationships down below, and so maybe it's authority with your parents, it's authority with your teachers, authority with your coaches, with your youth pastor, your small group leader, all of these things fall under how we respect and how we relate to God, okay? Um, <clears throat> because if we think about that and we think about God has ordained and He has placed every one of these people of authority in our life. So He's clearly put us in a family with our parents. But if you think beyond that, you think God has put me in the school that I'm in, in the class that I'm in, with the friends that I'm with, on the sports teams that I am, He has ordained and He has placed every single person of authority in your life. If you go back to verse 1 in chapter 13, um, it says, Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Okay? So if you think about that, every authority in our life, has been instituted by God. Every authority that we have to submit to, that we're called to submit to, has been instituted by God. Once again, the, the very importance of going back to our relationship with Him and thinking about how, how am I respecting God? Am I respecting Him by respecting these people? Okay, so it's a very interesting model because if we disrespect the authority in our life, we are directly disrespecting God, okay? And if our primary goal as believers are to respect God and to honor God with, with our lives and with our testimony, then we have to respect the authority in our life, okay? Um, verses 2, like I mentioned, it says, Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. Okay, so God, God calls us to respect all of the authority in our life, okay? We are, we're unable to, um, to fully respect Him if we're not respecting those authority figures in our life. Um, verses 3 and 4 says, uh, you know, it says, For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is a servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Okay, um, 
Authorities are set up by God for our protection, okay, and for our benefit. Um, God has instituted the, the small group leaders in your life uh, to help you grow in your faith, okay? And if we, you know, if we disobey those, um, those figures, we're just hindering the, the work that God's doing in our lives, okay? Um, authority in terms of government authority. So the police officers, um, you know, people who, who protect us on a daily basis and protect our, our communities, they're set up. And that authority is set up to protect our, our physical well-being. And God has ordained those and he has set those up as well. Um, I tend to drive a little too fast when I drive my car sometimes. And I get speeding tickets. And I don't think there is anything in the Bible, to my knowledge, that says don't, you can't go 20 miles an hour over the speed limit. But there is something in the Bible that says respect the authority that's placed before you. And that's what we're talking about today. So my diso, you know, me disobeying the law and re- resulting in a speeding ticket is a result of me disobeying the authority that God has put in our life to protect us. Um, and, and although that seems trivial and that seems small, it's true. Um, and God has placed the government in our, in, our, um, in our community and in our culture to protect us. Um, verse 5 says, Therefore one must be subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. Here we go back to our, back to our, our top model is, is our relationship with God. Okay? If we are in right standing with God and we're in, a, we're in a relationship where we are trying and we're desiring to honor God with all that we do, our conscience should be tested and it should be pulled on whenever we're disrespecting our authority. Okay? Um, we should not only fear for the wrath of God, but it should, it should create a discomfort in us when we're disrespecting the authorities that, that are placed in our life. Okay, um, Verses 6 and 7 says, For the same reason you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, and respect to whom respect is owed. Honor to whom honor is owed. Okay? Um, this verse is very, very important when we think of government authorities, okay? Um, we recently had an election, and many people disagree with the, with the president who was most recently elected, okay? This verse essentially puts that in perspective, and it says that fact is irrelevant, okay? It doesn't matter what the beliefs of the current president are, he is put on a place of authority in our life, okay? As Americans, we are we are called to respect our president. Now, whether or not we agree fully with his beliefs on certain issues, um, honor is owed to him. Okay, And it plainly says in this verse, pay to all honor to whom honor is owed. Okay, And, and God calls us, and God has ordained the president, President Obama, to be the, the, the commander-in-chief of the United States of America. And whether or not we agree with him, we're falling out of line and we're falling out of honoring God if we don't honor our president, okay? Um, and so this was a very hard concept for me to grasp is even as I was going back through this message and, and, and preparing it for you guys tonight, um, the relationships that I, that I, that I have in my life, um, understanding that, that they are direct correlation with God, okay? And, and, and I'm sure that last week, as y'all talked about your friendships, understanding how your friendships are in direct correlation with God and your relationship with Him, and then next week, as you'll talk about gender roles, um, 
when you think about, you know, every day that you go to school and every day that you interact with your teacher, how you respect them and how you interact with them is just how you're respecting God, okay? If you looked at your teacher and you didn't put them on a pedestal as if they were God, but you understood that they demanded respect just as God did, okay? Um, And that's what I think we're called to do as believers, and that's what this passage is calling us to do, is to respect the people in our life, respect the the coaches, respect the individuals, respect the teachers, um, just as if they um, they were God, okay? And so... As, you know, if I had a diagram to put it up, I would put it, you know, like I said, an umbrella. So our relationship with God is at the very top, and our relationship with the authority figures in our life kind of sprinkle the bottom. So you've got your parents, you've got your teachers, your coaches, small group leaders. And without, you know, without that, that strand connecting to the top, none of these relationships will stand, okay? They, they, they may be there, but they're going to be inadequate. They're, they're going to be unfulfilled. Um, and God calls us to... To if, just as he demands respect, he demands uh, respect for the authority figures in our life. Okay, um, and I'll go back to the I'll go back to the first two statements, and I'll say, um, like I mentioned before, all the authority that we have in our life is from God. Okay, each bit of authority um, is demanded from God; it's mandated by God. He's placed them in our life for a specific purpose. And we should, we should honor him by honoring them, okay? Um, and that's, that was the, what, I, what I went into with my second point that I wanted you to remember is all authorities demand our respect just as God does, okay? Um, I said I was going to give you two questions to kind of go, um, go with. And I, and I think that, that these two questions are very easy, at least the first one is, to answer, okay, on a regular basis. Um, I think that in a given situation, whether it's a classroom setting or whether it's a, a situation in a small group or whether it's a situation at the dinner table with your family, um, I think you need to ask yourself, who is your authority? Okay, The first question you, you, you can ask yourself, okay, in, in my current situation, where I'm at, who is the authority Okay, and who is over me? Um, and then how can I respect them is the second question, okay? So the first question should be very easy to answer. Most of the time, it's whoever's older than you. Most of the time, it's whoever's leading the group or the class or it's your parents if you're at home. But how can I respect them and how can I honor them as if I was honoring God, okay? Um, and so I think that, that those are, the, those are the, the main things that I want you to remember um, as, as, we, kind of as we close things up is that God... Um, and our relationship with Him is a direct reflection on all of the relationships that we have, okay? So your relationship with your friends, your relationship with your families, your relationship with your maybe boyfriend and girlfriend, as they'll talk about next week, um, each of those things are a direct relationship with God, okay? And that's, that's primarily true um, with authority, okay? So I know each of y'all will interact with authorities each day, um, and God just encouraged me to tell you that, you know, you should respect and honor those authorities as if you were respecting Him, okay? Um, so I want, I want to pray for us. I want to pray for you guys. Um, and then I think that I think we'll be wrapping up soon, okay? Dear God, I thank you for this time and uh, for this opportunity that you have given me to, to speak into these students' lives and to let um, your words hopefully ring true to them. Um, I thank you for each and every one of them. I thank you for their willingness to be here, to, to sacrifice time and, um, and whatever may be uh, going on in their life. Lord, I, I, pray that, I pray that you would 
show them the importance of their relationship with you and show them the importance of, of giving you the respect and the honor that you deserve and allowing that to, to filter through all other authority relationships in their life, Lord. Um, I pray that, that you would help me in, in the ways that, um, that I go about my daily life and the ways that I interact with people who have authority over me and have um, you know, power over me in certain areas. Lord, I pray that, uh, that I would respect them just as I would respect you. I uh, thank you once again for, for each and every student in this room and for the lives that they represent. Um, I pray you would be with them and watch over them as they go about um, in the coming weeks. And I thank you for, for this opportunity. I pray you would um, be with us and watch over us. In your name I pray. Amen.